Remember, even if you are in, in Abdullah, even if you are in need, there's still going to be people that's going to need you. Even if you are in desperate need, and that's what David was. Saul wanted to kill David. David was there and he was in need. He was in need to, to be protected. Yet there was other people looking at David. They didn't care about David. They just needed the protection David to give them. They just needed the success David had to give it to them. But then David went up to Hebron, the third city where he lived. And in Hebron he made covenant relationships. In Hebron, that is the place where we don't, we, you don't just happen to arrive at Hebron. To get to reach Hebron, you need to take a turn. You need to go up the mountain. You need to go through the pass. You need to go through the rocky area. To reach Hebron means that you must make a commitment to end up there. You don't just happen to end up in Hebron. You commit yourself to do things. And the commitment that you make is a covenant relationship with people and with God to walk together. Because you cannot go to Hebron all on your own. You need assistance. And then because of that covenant relationship between people and God, God will, will then come to a place where he says, okay, David, okay, successful person, it's time for you to go to, to Jerusalem, the place where David then finally ruled from. And Jerusalem, or Jabez, 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 uh, the city of Jabez where the Jabez sites lived, it was first uh, Jabez, and then it became Jerusalem, and but it's also called uh, Zion, the place of, of, of authority, the place of where leadership takes place. And for you and me to end into a place where we're going to reign, we need to overtake the Jebusites in our lives first. And that's what David did here. And I'm going to tell the story further on uh, of, of where we are now today. I'll quickly recap for the people who was not here all the Sundays which we spoke about these things. And here comes David, and he's, he's sitting outside this, this city of Jerusalem, or then Jabez, and, uh, and he looked at it, and, and everything was, uh, then Afrikaans congregation, we see the song, song, Rondo Mirisalem is back, and then he carries on, and it, it speaks about the fortress that the mountains uh, surround Jerusalem to protect it. Um, but yes, David, and he's looking at this place, and this place is like built into the mountains, surrounded by mountains. It's got this big one, one big wall in front of it. And it was difficult, not, not a, 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 any of the other people even tried to enter it. Not that Joshua did not try to come in there. Nobody ever, not the, the judges, nobody tried to come and take over the genocide city of Jabez. You know what? But David said, it's time for me to take this rulership. It's time for me to take this place, the rule from this place. Where we will rather later on understand that, that David ruled from there for, for 30 years. But there's some things that we need to understand of the city of Jabez and the genocides that lived there. While David and they were camping outside the city before they could take it over, the genocides at evening will come. And if this is the wall of the Jebusite city, Jebus, the city there, um, they were going to make a fire, a long fire along this way here. And they did not make a fire there to heat up anybody or for protection. Now what they will then go and do is, if this fire, fire is burning here, they will go and do a role play between the fire and the wall. So the silhouette of the role play 
is like a movie screen for the Israelites to watch. And they will, they will come and they will mock the Israelites and show the Israelites only even the, 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 the maybe do something like a blind man is walking there and he's an Israelite and the Israelite falls because the Bible says the Jebusite said even the lion the lame and the blind the, the the lame and the blind will mock the Israelites help. and they will do these things they will role play these things and it will then be on this wall like a movie theater but something they forgot. They forgot about that David knows about this place. And the Bible also says that David was the one who realized there is a weak point in the city. You know what the weak point in the city was? They had the water channel. The Bible speaks about the water channel. And it's not, listen carefully and think for yourself, people. If you have got this strong city, you're not going to have a cave, a secret cave. To go and fetch water. Water must be available. And if you listen carefully and you read the stories and, and the history of this place, that water channel was actually the drainage system of the city. That place, that, that, that canal, that cave was actually the place where all the sewage went down and out of the city. And David said to his people, the person who wants to overcome this needs to go through this canal or through this cave, through this opening into the city. What does it imply to us this morning? What does it mean for you and me, the child of God? What does the story tell us? First of all, I want to say to people, they went up through the sewer system. Now, how many of us in this place has ever swam in a switch dam? Raise your hand, please. It's not nice. Nobody has swam there. Nobody swam in the sewer, sewer system. Nobody. You know, when I was a youngster, a teenager in, 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 in Fiennach, we lived on the Free State side. Our school was on the Transvaal side those years. Uh, and then many a times we will swim across the Val River. It's about 180 to 200 meters wide from, from side to side, depending on where you're diving. And then sometime in a the year, there's this green algae type of things that would cover the, 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 the river. And you know what? We will swim through there as youngsters. You know how we swim through there? Like a breaststroke type of thing. You take the rubbish away from in front of you. So you don't eat it and you don't breathe it. And eventually you will reach on the other side without any of this debris inside of clinging to you because you'll wave it away. The word genocides mean that that's a person who downgrades other people. A genocide is a person who tells other people they are useless. A genocide is a... Sorry people, I might be speaking to genocides this morning. Because many of us like to curse other people. Many of us like to tell other people they are useless, they are ugly, they are this, and they are that, and they are that. But what's amazing is, what's amazing is the way the Israelites conquered the genocides. You know what the Israelites did? They did what I did when I was a youngster. They just swam away and they pushed this junk. 
They did not attract the junk. They did not take the junk to themselves. And when Tang said, yeah, I'll just do this junk, and I'll just do that, and I'll carry on. And yeah, here's Miss Hitsak, and I'll just swim further. And we don't wear the coat. We don't wear the jacket. We don't wear what other people are telling us. Because I want to tell the genocides, the people who so much enjoy to downgrade other people. I want to tell them this morning, you were overcome by Jesus Christ already. You were overcome because the child of God, David, entered the city and he made a footstool of you. And you like to curse other people. You like to say bad things about other people. You have already been overcome. I want to speak to the Israelites, to the children of God this morning. I want to speak to them. I want to tell you this morning, if you are in the river and the people come and they curse and they throw and they, and they want to try and dirty you, swim away. Let they say whatever they want. But the moment you take the jacket and you wear it, guess what? You look like a genocide. You smell like a genocide. You taste like a genocide. I'm sure that you are Jesus. But you must determine if you're going to wear the jacket, if you're going to wear the filth, if you're going to wear the junk, that that genocide is going to throw on you. Madeleine, we sure know you will off. Only I can put you on. Just push it away. Don't let these things cling to you. Because we are children of God. And you know what? If I read my Bible, I see that David has overcome the genocide. He overcame the city and he took the city. It means that genocide, you're not going to live. Whether you call the, the, they said actually, even blind people and lame people will be able to conquer the Israelites. Even lame people and blind people will be able to conquer the Israelites. That's what they said. And I want to tell you, genocide, if you want to curse children of God, you are lame. And you are blind because you said even those people can do it. Even those people can throw them down. And yet David comes and he says, throw them all in the water channel. So if you want to come and curse people and speak foul about people, you are actually part of the sewage system if you are a genocide. That's where you live, that's where you stay, that's where you smell, that's how you look, that's what you do. But the child of God on the other hand, you will just push it away and you'll carry forth in the clean water. Now you don't want any as a brief dance, as a brief, you don't want any as a brief dance, you don't want any as a brief dance, you don't want any as a brief dance. Dus dit hij door rond en draaien rond en rond en dan wordt het praten waar hij niet naar opkijkt. Alsjeblieft zo die hele tijd. Wie kan ik erheen doen? Ik vraag je om een beetje definitie over mijn kijken. Wat? Dank je. The genocides rule. The genocides are the one. Who wants to rule you? But God says you are the child of God. 
All you have to do is be cleansed by the Holy Spirit. And when somebody comes and they want to tell you that how bad you are, you raise your hand and say, I am a child of God. God has cleansed me. He's washed me. He's, he's purified me. He's put me in a place where nobody else can come and harm me. But many a times we do not understand our identity. And then we want to fall for what other people are calling us. They say, ons is nie die slechtes nie. Ons is dit wat God sê vir ons is. God het ons gemaakt kinders. Die separate us from the world outside. But unfortunately, many a times, the child of God comes and we clothe ourselves with what the people outside is calling us. And then we become like them. Yet the Bible comes and he says that they were overcome. The genocides will be overcome. And you are going to be part of a sewage system. realized in my life, if I tell her say that she is ugly, that she is useless, then she is whatever. You know what? I'm not identifying, I'm not defining her. I'm defining my character as not a child of God. I'm defining my character as a genocide. So if you start uh, cursing other people, if you start painting other people back, if you start throwing mud at other people, remember, you're not busy defining that person. You're the child of God and dirty him and blacken him and put him in the wrong place. Yet God comes and he says to us, I want to elect you. I want to lift you. I want to bold you. But get rid of the genocides in your life. And you know that? All we have to do is not react. When David was sitting in his own city after he, he, he conquered Jerusalem, his own son, Absalom, wanted to come and overcome him. You know what David did? He moved out of the city and he did not become part of the, the war. He moved away. a free place 
God has made us free. Don't let us go and clothe ourselves with the words of the world outside there. God is preparing for him a bride. And you people this morning sang with me, Here I am, God. Here I am, God. No matter the bumps, no matter the bruises. Here is at here. When you feel what for your gerechtigheid, as the Zed for that for my sin, if my slave, if she wants to hit me, I'm not going to fight back. She's going to stay behind. I'm going to go to authority. If she wants to curse me, she can curse. I'm not going to curse back. I'm not going to fight back. I'm going to just give it to God. I'm going to go to authority. I'm not going to allow her definition of me become a definition. Because that is who she is there. She's a cursor by implication. The definition when she starts cursing me does not mean that I am useless. It means that she's a cursor. And let us love above. Let us rise above. Let us get above. When people throw mud at us, then we pluck the paravadiri Remember the youth boy that swam across the Vaal River. He just pushed everything aside. Correct the millipet. Just push it to the side. Zed, drink on it so much. Only to let the people, all the people of your world, drink on it so much. Give it free, because he is the one that cares, and he is the one who knows what to do. I'm going to end off this morning with a prayer, and if you want to finish off. Maybe you're a genocide. I'm not going to ask you to stand. I will not put you into shame. But maybe you are on the other side. You're Israelite. You are being cursed. I just want you to just put your hand on your heart and pray with me. I will do the prayer. Father God, I come to you in the name of Jesus. And yet amongst us this morning, there are people who who found themselves cursing other people, who found themselves throwing rocks at other people, who found themselves blaming other people. God, and I come, and if the people who are with that, Father, please forgive us. Please forgive us when we break down your children. Please, God, I pray that to you. Father, and the other ones, the people who are your children, I pray that you will help them so they can just wave it away. They can just cleanse it away. Because it's you, God. It's all about you. It's not about us. Father, you've planned for us to walk in authority. And this morning we come with a humble heart this morning. And we say, God, help us to wave away whatever the people are throwing at us. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. I'm going to hand over to Pastor Lezek, who's going to do the, uh, 